Welcome to Are We There Yet? In Exploration and Education and Anime. I'm your anime idiot, Patrick Dugan. I'm an anime expert, Dee Hollander. And I'm Brendan McCullough, your anime Laszlo Cravensworth. Oh, he's my my sweet cheese, my good time boy. <laughs> my good time I've been saying that so much. <laughs> That's Paul's. Paul loves that, and he also loves, I don't know if you've seen the Jackie Daytona episode. <laughs> I've seen uh, clips I was about of it. to yeah. say, this is how we talk in Tucson, Arizona. <laughs> God, this week we're watching what we do in the shadows. God, it'd be so nice uh, if we did. If only. I desperately wish. That's a good one. That's a good show. If you want to watch a good show that you can trust because we like it, <laughs> watch what we do in the, the shadows. Yeah, for sure. Thank you to whoever left the screener of it in my last apartment, where I got to watch four episodes of it for free. Wow. Hell yeah. Whoever got that screener broke Academy rules, but I appreciate it. (laughs) We're telling on you. Those rules are to be broken. All those things are just prizes you put in the break room at the office and say, hey, anyone else, anyone else, please just take this off my hands. I don't need a season two, episode five of Glow on my... (laughs) on my uh, shelf for the that next is, eight years. That is actually true. My, yeah. I took an improv class at, at community college, and one time he just brought, the teacher just brought his huge boxes of old screeners. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it was just like, take what you want. Ours was All left yours. in the laundry room. Yeah. yeah. But what are we really watching this week? We are watching vampires. This week we are watching The Vampire Dies in No Time. Ooh. Yeah. This long, is... long-running series, despite this title. <laughs> <laughs> we, I think it'd be uh, summed this, up in uh, first episode there. <laughs> this is fairly recent. came out in fall 2021, and I think I heard about it from Mother's Basement again. I heard about it a while ago, though, so could have been somewhere else. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> I, Mother's Basement is where you got the high school prodigy. Uh, prodigies and the the seven were I don't I'm not remembering no that's not that's not where we heard about it but it was in fact his worst anime of whatever year it came out <laughs> okay I just I get concerned <laughs> anytime anyone's reviewed an anime online it's like it's either because it's really good or it's that show yeah he There's specifically no- makes he makes he separates his shows like into videos of like this is literally the worst shit I've ever seen <laughs> and this is like pretty good shit. Gotcha. Okay. Here's where I heard about Odd Taxi, so Oh, okay. Have either uh, of you heard of this one? Shout out to a uh, friend of the show, Brian Anderson. He's in the dub of Odd Taxi. Oh yeah, I have to watch the dub. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, hey. he plays young he plays the young version of the Walrus guy. The little boy. Oh, beautiful. Lovely yeah. the best. <laughs> Thank you, Brian, for bringing joy into this world. I'm so proud uh, of him. I love him and everything he does. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I I know nothing about this, uh, of course. Same. Uh, but <laughs> cool, yeah. great. It's new. It's it came out after 2005. I don't know it. 
I I hardly I, know anything about it too. So <laughs> <laughs> I am currently deep in Taika fever uh, with uh, our flag means death. So I I am happy for vampire content, even if it not even closely related to the vampire content I like. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> I've heard this is just silly and fun, so that's what I want today. <laughs> we'll take it. Mm-hmm. We're gonna watch the first three episodes. One, ah, 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 two, ah, 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 three, ah, ah, ah. play morbius morbius sweep morbius time we're morbin we're back when we're, Mor- we're morbin <laughs> it's morbin time <laughs> was that a very topical joke three weeks ago <laughs> it'll be even sure. more so in yeah. two weeks when this episode comes <laughs> yeah no it's fine they're gonna read the, uh, the third time morbius a third yeah. time right as this episode airs so we're we're topical again Oh, so any pictures. We're, we're busy that weekend. Just one more time. Just one more time. Do it for me. So sorry, guys. One more again. One more. We go again. <laughs> uh, all right. Luckily, this isn't Morbius. <laughs> fuck Jared Leto. God, fuck him in the face. Uh, so, in episode one, we see a man in a red coat going up to a spooky castle while we hear people tell him of the dastardly vampire who lives inside. And this man in the red coat is vampire hunter Ronaldo. <gasps> Ooh. Ooh. Also, you see the people and it's like, oh, this is modern day, which is always a fun twist on things, I think, like this. Because this could very easily football. be old timey. Yeah. Yeah, some of the get-ups are there to confuse you. Ronaldo is dressed up in a very, like, Van Helsing type mm-hmm. of way. But, Devil May Cry. Uh, yeah, when you see any citizens, it's like, oh no, that's just a guy. Yep. <laughs> uh, so, he goes into the castle to defeat the fearsome vampire Draluk, and he opens the door, and Draluk promptly turns to sand. Uh, and then we get the opening, which is a very good one. I like this one very much. I was quite surprised by the opening. I was like, this is this is real nice. I was scared by how many characters there were. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's fair. Yes, intimidating. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a, it's a good song, and there's, like, fun dancing. They're dancing together. Yeah, it's great. Um, so, uh, as Ronaldo is wondering what happened, uh, Draluk comes back. He reforms from the sand, and he's like, ah, you got me. And Ronaldo is like, I didn't do anything. <laughs> um... Indra Luke commends his courage for coming here, for he's the progenitor and invincible vampire. <gasps> uh, Ronaldo takes out his gun and points it at Draluk, and he turns to sand again. He doesn't even shoot him. Draluk simply gives up. <laughs> uh, Ronaldo asks if it's really this vampire, or are you just some cosplaying tourist? And he's like, no, I am the one. I'm just not as powerful as... People make me seem someone put that on a tourist bus and I haven't told anybody it's not true. <laughs> um, I mean, but he, 
he like is kind of invincible because he just turns to sand and comes back. So like, yeah, he doesn't really die. Like nothing kills him because he just reforms. So by definition, he is invincible. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's like the fine line of, yeah, he's immortal, but also he can't do shit with, with that infinite life. So (laughs) it's really nothing. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he's like, yeah, I'm not good at fighting, but I do love fighting video games. Do you want to play with me? And Ronaldo bonks him on the head and boom, sand. Uh, Ronaldo calls him weird, um, accuses him of being a Shotokan and Lollicon, which I'm sure we've heard before, but is essentially uh, nasty people who like children, um, because he uh, is accused of kidnapping a young boy. And then we just see the boy sitting there playing video games. And Luke is like, I literally did not even know he was here. <laughs> um, I'm and just the kid as surprised is like, as you are. Yeah. <laughs> and the kid is like, yeah, I just sneak in here while you're asleep during the day. But I stayed late this time because I'm trying to beat this game. Um, and then he tells Luke that he's ugly. And Luke turns to sand. Hit a word hurt. <laughs> um, and Ronaldo tells the kid to leave with him because... Um, that's, like, part of the reason he went in there. Um, and he's like, I don't want my mom to be mad at me. And then Ronaldo puts on the charm, and he's like, your mother won't be mad. And then the kid is like, what do you know about my mom? And then he whips out of there on a razor scooter. (laughs) (laughs) This kid fucking rules. (laughs) Um, Drew goes after the kid. The kid kicks him in the knee. He turns to sand. And then even after he's reformed, he's like, that really fucking hurt. If you've ever had a razor scooter, you know a quick shot to the shins with that thing is some of the worst pain you can ever feel. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, uh, A quick pro tip, if you're ever going downhill on a razor scooter barefoot, uh, just (gasps) bail because you're going to hit that brake and it's just going to friction burn your heel. And you can't stop otherwise, so you just have to take it. Uh, Learn from my mistakes. Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> secondary Razor Scooter pro tip. If you're going downhill and you see a big muddy spot, uh, avoid it. Because that mud's going to slow up those wheels, flip you over the handlebars, slam you on the back, and you're going to ruin your Bugs Life sweatshirt. Not the Bugs Life sweatshirt. <laughs> it's nice and white and really fluffy and just got covered in mud. I don't have any Razor Scooter advice because I was always too scared to ride things downhill. <laughs> <laughs> That uh, is honestly the best advice at all. Just, just don't. don't. Just don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Ronaldo wants to go after the kid, saying that if he doesn't bring him back, it'll ruin his reputation with his clients. Um, they spot the kid whiz by on his scooter, and Luke says, I'll get to him first if I turn into a bat! And then the transformation doesn't quite work, and he's just a big bat head with human legs, and he's like, I, I can't turn back. I messed up. I don't know how to turn back. <laughs> and he starts chasing Ronaldo around the room. Very akin to what we do in the shadows with... Um, that? <laughs> or Jermaine Cl- uh, Clement's character in the movie, where he's a cat, but he has a human face still. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, he wants him to kill him, and then he'll turn back. And he does. Um, the kid is upstairs. He takes a picture on his smartphone, and Ronaldo yells at him. And the kid is like, oh... Ronaldo yelled at me, I'm going to post about it online. And Ronaldo was like, oh, I'm so sorry to treat you this way, young master. Uh, and Luke is like, what? Don't let, like, don't let this kid, like, do that to you. And he's like, no, I have to. Online backlash is scary. 
I'm freelance. I need this. Yeah. Uh, Ronaldo suggests that they lure him down with something. And he's like, how about this autobiography I wrote? And Dry Luke is like, I wouldn't want that even if it was filled with money. <laughs> uh, the kid scoots by on a scooter. Dry Luke suggests that they work together to get him. And that Ronaldo keeps chasing him. And then Dry Luke will go around and cut him off through a hallway. Ronaldo runs off, but Dry Luke is like, haha, I tricked him. I just sent him into a room with a bunch of traps. And then Ronaldo comes running back out with this giant eye that shoots lasers. He's like, what the fuck? It's full of traps. Uh, and it shoots Dry Luke. Um, and then Ronaldo drags him into the, the trap room. There's a button that says poison gas. There's spikes. There's cannonballs being shot out of the walls. Um, they make it through, but they step on the poison gas button before, and they, like, slam the door behind them. Uh, and the kid is in the next room, and they're like, how did you make it through there? And he's like, it is actually very easy to do so. Um, and he's like, just let me beat this level, and then I'll leave. Um, and then Ronaldo puts the hand puts his hand on the kid's shoulder, and he, like, drops the little game system he's playing, and Ronaldo steps on it. And Luke is not happy about that. So not the QSQ. I know. Um, so he summons a bunch of those laser eyes, and he snaps his fingers to activate them, but they were, like, pointing the wrong way, so they all shoot at Luke. Um, and he tries to get away and go into the trap room, but by opening the door, he releases the poison gas... Uh, so they run and jump out the window, and then a piece of glass lands on one of the laser eyes, and his castle explodes and is on fire. Whoops. I know there's a lot of poison, but how many poisonous gases are that flammable as well? It was scented. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Remember, it had a floral it. scent. Maybe it mm-hmm. was that. Yep. Um, so Ronaldo is just like, well... Life's full of ups and downs, isn't it? Ha ha. <laughs> Bye. Uh, Andrew Luke is like, you owe me all of your blood now. <laughs> uh, and then the sun rises, and uh, of course, Dry Luke turns to sand. Um, we see Ronaldo walking back to his office, and there are some reporters following him around, asking for details of beating Dry Luke. And he brushes them off and goes into his office, where Dry Luke is there waiting. He's sitting on the couch and he says, hey. (laughs) What's up? And Ronaldo sprays him with definitely not Febreze. Febreze. uh, And asks him how he got there. And uh, (laughs) Jorluk is like, you have directions to your office on your website. It's easy to find. Yeah. Um, But the, the kid scooped him up and put him in a bag. But his mom was like, you can't have a vampire for a pet. So he left and came here, and now he's going to live here. <laughs> he, uh, he brought his things, his video games, his coffin, one of the laser eyes, and the best character in the show, his pet, John the Armadillo. Love John. Great this boy guy. rules. <laughs> uh, and he was like, I didn't see that you had a pet armadillo before. And he was like, oh yeah, he was in the trap room. He was being shot out of the cannons. <laughs> He was one of the cannonballs. And Ronaldo was like, that's no way to take care of your pet. He's mine now, but you have to leave. (laughs) Uh, And 
he's like, well, Ronaldo, you're the one who blew up my castle. I'm going to press charges. Also, isn't it your job to take care of people? And Ronaldo is like, it's also my job to kill vampires. Uh, and Dreluc suggests that he is not like other inferior stupid vampires. He can blend in with human society because he's intelligent. Quote. Uh, and Ronaldo sprays him with Febreze again. <laughs> uh, and he calls him stupid and says that he should be eliminated. Uh, and then just then, someone comes into the office. They open the door into Dreluc and Dreluc turns into sand. Um, he says he needs help. Um... But he notices Dreluc and he's like, oh, a vampire. And then Ronaldo's like, oh, he's like, he's had a change of heart and now he's going to work for me. Um, and so this guy is like, whatever, like both of you just come with me. So he's the manager at a convenience store and his son has taken his coworker hostage. Um, and the son was bitten by an inferior vampire and he like wants to let the transformation happen. He wants to be a vampire. Um, but like because of the type of vampire he was bitten by, he like wouldn't even become a vampire. Um, and they're like, we can just take him to the hospital and he'll get like a, a shot and he'll be fine. Like it'll be reversed. <laughs> so vampires are a big enough deal in this world that they need vaccines for them. <laughs> some advil call me in the morning yeah um so yeah they remind him that he won't even turn into a real vampire and he's like you guys are fucking liars <laughs> and then he's just like playing air guitar and the manager guy is like he's been shouting and playing air guitar like this the whole time <laughs> and that really got me i thought that was very funny I like how the uh, girl he took hostage is just like so checked out she's like on her phone and we see her getting like a snack while she's mm -hmm. being you know, held hostage. Um, so the manager man asks Ronaldo to talk his son down. And Ronaldo asks him why he wants to be a vampire. And he like doesn't really have an answer. And he's like, I just, I don't want to work at this convenience store anymore. And it's like, that's not really a good enough reason. <laughs> um, and Ronaldo points to Dreluc, who in the moment is stuck in the automatic doors as a pile of sand. And he's like, do you really want to end up like this guy? <laughs> um, and they think making him face the reality of being a vampire is working. Uh, Ronaldo claps and Dreluc turns to sand. Um, and he says, if you turn into a vampire, I'm going to hunt you and kill you. And the kid is like, oh, wait, that's actually so cool. <laughs> Right. <laughs> I'm like a big fan of you. <laughs> um, and he's like, "What? Well, I like. I want to be a vampire because fighting vampire hunters sounds so cool." Um, and then Dreluc manifests behind him, and he says, "If you give me your blood, I can turn you into a real vampire." Um, but the kid looks pretty spooked, like he might back down but he doesn't and Dreluc bites him and turns to sand and what? says he's been having milk for every meal so this young man's blood was too rich for his tummy he, he can't survive he can't drink blood any like what <laughs> he's had too much milk oh god disgusting um, and Ronaldo is like, maybe you should like quit being a vampire because you, you're really bad at it. You can't even drink blood. 
Uh, so the kid gets upset and we find out he just wanted to live longer because of what Aerie, the girl he held hostage, said when he confessed his love to her. So we see a flashback of that. She says, life's too short for you to be in love with someone like me. So he's like, I did that. I'm doing this for you. So like, I'll live longer and you won't feel like it'll be a waste. And she's like, oh, honey, I was just trying to turn you down nicely. (laughs) And she's like, especially after you did this, like, why would I want to be with you? And then she shows him a picture of a a bald man on her phone. And she's like, also, I'm quitting to leave and marry a rich older man. So (laughs) this isn't going to work. And then she's like, anyway, my shift is over. I'm going home. (laughs) And she leaves. Good on her. Yeah, bad bitch behavior. Girl boss. (laughs) (laughs) Unbothered by getting kidnapped. Yes. (laughs) Um, So, yes, the ordeal is over. Um, The reporters from earlier come into the store, seeing that Ronaldo worked with a vampire. Uh, The manager man talks to them. So does Draluc. And they want a comment from Ronaldo, too. But he he freezes up. And he's like, um... And then he just kind of is like, yeah, we'll we'll hunt down whoever you need us to. Um, and then we get, in every episode, there's there's this interesting thing they do that I kind of like, where they have this like little coming up on the next episode kind of thing that makes it look like it's very dramatic and creepy. But, you know, then in context, it's not as bad. So this one is a scene of Ronaldo saying that Dr- Draluc betrayed him. <gasps> And then we get the ending, and the ending is also very good because it's little John the Armadillo on a quest. (laughs) Just out there living his best life. Yes. And that's episode one. John, out there, moisturized, unbothered, living the dream. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, and then we start off with episode two, and it's Treluc reading the autobiography on Ronaldo. Being like, you know what, it's actually pretty good. You got some interesting stuff in here. You know, of course, you could trim some stuff up. Ronaldo's like, uh, gets mad at him being like shut up what do you know why are you even bother reading that and like goes into his office and slams the door and he comes out and he's like here's some sort of uh, fancy special milk I got for you clearly showing <laughs> like I don't care about your opinion you're a vampire but also I will kiss the feet of anyone who ever reads my book <laughs> and then uh, he gets a call Ronaldo answers his phone and it's his publisher asking <gasps> where the manuscript is for volume 2 of his autobiography series and he's scared because Ronaldo didn't do anything. He hasn't written any of it yet. So he's terrified. It's due today. Best course of action, flee the country. Just got to get out of here. Got to go away from Deadlines are scarier than any vampire. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Luke is like, what's the big deal? And he's like, oh, uh, my publisher is at this you know, publishing house. Uh, he's a very skilled martial artist. And he wields a giant battle axe as his primary weapon. He's like... Why does a publisher wield weapons? He's like, the style they roll there at that publishing house. It's like, uh, and we get a flashback of him not meeting a deadline and the publisher carving up Ronaldo with his battle axe and just cutting all of his clothes off except for his underwear. And Ronaldo's like, if I, I can't risk it again. If he does it again, he's going to go for the underwear and what's underneath. <laughs> and then uh, he uh, publisher calls again saying... Uh, uh, talking to him and Ronaldo's like hey what's that banging in the background he's like oh don't mind that I'm just testing out my new Iron Maiden I got and it's like cool can't can't piss him off again and he's like I'm looking forward to hearing you hearing about your team up with the vampire I saw in the newspaper the other day 
And uh, when he says that, Ronaldo gets an idea of like, ah, the vampire, Druluk. Uh, I can pretend like he's attacking me on the phone, and that'll maybe buy me some time. Uh, so he yeah pretends like Druluk's attacking him and starts beating himself up on the phone. And uh, instead, the publisher is like, ah, sounds like you're in danger. I'll be right over. And hangs up, and Ronaldo's like, ah, sh- ah, that went the other way. I didn't plan that one out. You call my bluff. Oh, no. He's <laughs> like, all right, he's like in a different city entirely. It'll take him a long time to get here. And then they hear footsteps coming down the hall. He's like, how? How is he already here? Uh, and he hears like the battle axe scraping across the floor as he's walking. So they immediately start panicking, trying to figure out how to come up with a plan. You know, what are they going to do? And um, while they're freaking out, they're like, oh, what do we do this? What do we do that? And just all these bad ideas. Uh, the power goes out in the building. And Ronaldo's like, ah, shit, I gotta find the I gotta find the lights, I gotta figure out, you know, what's going on. And Druluk is like, yeah, it's a good, wait a minute, I have dark vision. I can ha see ha. in the dark. Up it's to like, 30 feet. Ha ha. <laughs> as per standard D&D rules, as a dampier. Um, <laughs> and he's like, I'll just sneak out, and Ronaldo will have to deal with him. Sucks to be him. And as he goes to the door, he opens it, and the publisher's right there in the dark. And the publisher's like, oh, hello. He's like, ah, crap. So... Uh, we got back to Ronaldo looking for like the light switch and while he's there uh, Traluk appears he goes sorry about this Ronaldo it's gotta happen this way and captures him and pulls his arms back behind his back and this is where we see Ronaldo from the previous of being like Traluk you betrayed me mm-hmm. and he's like, of course I did vampires betray hunters all the time I don't know how true that is I feel like vampires and hunters shouldn't interact much at all besides just hunting each other but you know sure betrayal <laughs> uh and it turns out uh, Dreluk was uh, bought off with the promise of video games that the publisher has back at their office. And uh, as the publisher appears, Ronaldo freaks out and just throws uh, Dreluk at him. And when he does, he turns to sand again. So it's essentially just like pocket sand to pocket blind sand. the publisher. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, when he does that, he runs out. He's like, all right, now's my chance to escape. And he runs out the office into the Iron Maiden, like right up front and stops himself. He goes, oh man this didn't work out like I thought it would and the publisher's like no it didn't and pushes him in the Iron Maiden and it's like now you got time to finish up your script so here we see him just like locked in the Iron Maiden we hear like typing in like a laptop while he's in there Uh, and then we get like a commercial bumper and it cuts to like a mad scientist wearing this crazy mask in a laboratory experimenting on something uh, saying like ah it's almost ready you know thank you for your help Uh, and it pans over do we see a very obvious vampire lord, big cape, sinister-looking eyes, pointy ears. Hey, don't let's not stereotype him. I Come we on, don't man. know. <laughs> I got a good feeling that it's a vampire lord. It doesn't sparkle, doesn't go bleh, but like I got a good hunch. Got the vibe. Got the vibes. Uh, so after that, we cut back to the office where Droluk is. Uh, Asking about his salary. He's like, hey, so uh, how much am I earning? Am I getting commissioned? Do I get, like, half of your, what you're paid? You know, I need that money to rebuild my castle. And he, like, slaps a big, like, piggy bank sort of thing he has. And it says two trillion yen to rebuild the castle. And Renato's like, you ain't, you ain't getting shit. You're not getting paid. Uh, and uh, then Renato gets a call asking uh, from one of his fellow vampire hunters, asking for help with a vampire nearby. And Droluk goes with him to help him out to stop this vampire. And while they're talking to him, uh, we see it's one of the guys from the intro. So we find out he's a f- there's more than one ver- vampire hunter. There's a guild. Um, and we find out this vampire has the ability to control plants in the city and is posing a threat. 
and this guy isn't able to stop him by himself. So he's like, all right. Renato's like, all right, we'll help you out. Like, Drelook here, and he looks at Drelook, and it's just, like, a stuffed head on, like, a broomstick with, like, his cape <laughs> around it, like a scarecrow. He's like, what? What happened? And his, the other vampire hunter's like, oh, yeah, Drelook, he ran off a while ago. It's like, what do you, why didn't you tell me? He's like, I don't know. I didn't think you, I didn't know that was a thing I was supposed to tell you about. I don't know your dynamic. <laughs> like, <laughs> I didn't know you were babysitting a vampire. So we see uh, he runs off, and um, we cut to Drelook, like, on his own, being like, ah, I'll take care of this vampire by myself to prove my worth. And then Renata will be praising me, and I'll be in charge of the office, and I'll be getting all the money. Ha ha. I'll take the glory. And while he's walking through a park, he gets ambushed by a bunch of grade schoolers who just start beating the hell out of him because he just, he turns to ash anytime the kids something touches. In this show, are very funny. They're wily as hell, and they're not as annoying as I thought they'd be. Yeah, I was gonna say like I feel like kids in most shows like this are super like terrible and annoying, but these yeah. kids are just kind of like hardcore. <laughs> just kind of silly. Like, oh yeah, full-grown vampire. We're gonna clap his cheeks. Like, what? It's like, well. Don't say that! (laughs) (laughs) You're gonna beat this old man to dust. And they do, repeatedly. (laughs) Finally, a show that shows, of the two, kids are scarier than vampires. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would definitely take my chances against a vampire than some grade schoolers. Mm -hmm. Uh, So while they're beating up uh, Drelook, or Drakaloo, I don't care, (laughs) Drelook, he senses the presence of of the other vampire nearby the one that can control plants makes sense they're in a park mm-hmm. and he says get behind me kids there's a vampire nearby he goes and he calls him out he said come out of here fellow vampire compatriots you know we're on equal terms show yourself and we see of course it's the vampire we saw in the one previous scene in the laboratory and he stands up we see he's a very large buff guy named nudium he's naked mm-hmm. big big naked man Yep. He's got a big, big vampire cape and just a bouquet of flowers around his crotch with a bunch of vines coming out of it. Style. <laughs> He's got a weird bush. And two-thirds of the kids <laughs> run off immediately. They're just like, yo, we're, at, we're done. That's enough for tonight. And I was like, it's for our kids. Yeah. Um, so they run off scared. And uh, Nudium comes out saying, <laughs> he, uh, he's talking a lot. I was understandably distracted by the words um or from the words i should say uh and he's basically saying he's going to turn them into his thralls his ability is he's able to make like fruit from his bush and feed it to people and they get part of his powers and also become like his thralls so immediately Drillick and the kid think of themselves in a similar situation of being naked with the plant bush and it's like no we don't want that mm-hmm and Nudium's like, come on, fellow compatriot. And Drew's just like, man, I regret saying that. I don't, you can stop calling me that. I don't want that. <laughs> I like him trying to sound fancier than he is and backpedaling immediately. And uh, honestly, this got real like, bo-bo-bo-bo-bo-bo-bo, like real fast with this guy. Yeah. Because um, we see him just, seems like he has powers, but they're all kind of dumb and silly. Mm-hmm. And uh, so uh, Drew Luke and the kids are running away. And this guy, instead of just running after them, he lays completely parallel to the ground <laughs> and the vines coming out of his plant crotch like run for him. So Ooh, he's like scary. <laughs> he was like an inch off the ground and he just has these weird vines like wailing around like similar to Bobo Bo's like nose uh, hair. Mm. It's just like this is weird. 
reminiscent of David Hasselhoff just shooting through the water in the SpongeBob SquarePants movie. (laughs) Very much so. Very similar. Um, Andrew Luke is like, hey kid, I got an idea. If one vampire lord bites another vampire lord, the one with the stronger willpower dominates the other and can control them. So I, you gotta distract him, and I'll come up behind him and bite him and take him over. I was like, that's clearly not gonna work. You couldn't Mm-mm. drink blood last episode. Like, that's you were clearly I was the thinking. weak one. <laughs> I was like, how can you even think that'll work, man? I thought he was gonna be just so buff, Luke's teeth weren't even gonna be able to pierce his skin. <laughs> um, so uh, the kid's like, no, I don't want to do that. And Luke's like, cool, we're already doing it, and like runs off by himself. And Luke uh, uh, tries to like spring an attack on him. Uh, and he tries to like, come out from behind him, and it fails as we see like the vines come from around from behind Nudium and like stab him because he's able to, you know, see Drulik behind him. Uh, but when he looks, he only stabbed his cloak, and Drulik is actually above him. And he's flying down and uh, bites him. I. What did he do? Does he just fit? Does he? I, I just don't... wrote he springs an attack and fails. I forget exactly how he stops him. I don't. He does not. I don't think he bites him. What ends yeah. up happening is Ronaldo shows up and he grabs Nudium's vines and suplexes him. Yeah. I Drew forget Luke, the order of events. Yeah, it's it's the one joke the show has. Drew tries to do something, turns to the ash and fails. And then, yeah, they got, Nudium's going to give the kid the fruit. And then, yeah, Ronaldo shows up, grabs the vines, and it just throws him like with his vines like into the ground and beats him. And it mm-hmm. shoots him a few times with his gun. For good um, measure. Yeah, just to be safe. And Luke thanks him, being like, ah, oh, thanks for helping us out. We defeated the Vampire Lord. How's my pay cut coming along? How, how much am I getting paid? And I was like, I'm going to put you into the ground next. Don't talk to me about pay. Uh, and then we cut back to the crazy mad scientist wearing a mask in the laboratory, saying the serum is almost ready. And he shakes it and he goes, I can't wait for this you know, nutritional supplement to be out on the market. And we see Nudium is, like, strapped to a table, and there's just a bunch of, like, lab workers picking him and, like, uh, taking his petals from his plant, like, bush and, like, using them as ingredients. So they're just harvesting him for his plants. Very strange. <laughs> Honestly, like, one of the more macabre things in the show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then we cut back to the office where Druluk uh, talks about how he's been drinking a lot of milk lately, and he wants to get, he wants to get back in the blood game. And he says how the tastiest blood is that of a young, beautiful virgin woman. And he, he just wants to find a find one and find one with a beautiful nape and uh, drink her blood again. Ronaldo's like, cool, gross, I hate you. <laughs> he, really, he doesn't contribute much when it comes to dialogue, that character. Uh, and then there's a knock at the door. Ronaldo answers it, and it's the police. And they arrived with a vampire control specialist because they heard stories about him teaming up with a vampire, and they got a, uh, you know, check him out to make sure he's not a threat to the humans nearby. So I guess this might just be common where, like, pacifist vampires exist in society. Because mm. they, they were here to test him. They weren't here to, like, arrest him on the spot. Uh, and then Ronaldo remembers what Luke said five seconds ago, how he wants to bite a young woman's neck, and the special that shows up is a young woman. And he's like, hmm, I gotta stop him before she's able to see him before anything happens. Instead of stopping her... My best bet would be to kill Drelouk for the umpteenth <laughs> time. And so he comes up with he comes up with different plans on how to kill Drelouk. So he just punches the wall, like slams it against the wall real hard, thinking the vibrations through the wall will kill him. And that doesn't work. And then he starts just stomping on the ground a lot, thinking the vibrations through the floor will kill him. That doesn't work. 
and he's able to hear Trulli playing video games in the other room, so he's able to know he's still alive. Uh, and he tries a bunch of things, and uh, then we see John, <laughs> the armadillo, <laughs> just waddle out. And Ronaldo's like, hey, I got an idea. And he grabs John, covers his stomach in garlic paste, rolls him up in a ball, and throws him into the other room. That cannot be good for John the armadillo. I, it's... It might be good for the skin. Armadi- <laughs> armadillos are weird. The seven-band armad- seven uh, armadillo can carry around the poop. No, leprosy virus. Oh. So, like, they're weird. They do weird stuff. Um... Don't don't touch seven seven band armadillos, folks. Good to know. Uh, and uh, so he throws him in the room, and we see John just go into the room, like bounce against like a shelf, and then bounce right back outside. And we see him like high up on a shelf in the room with Ronaldo. He's like, "Well, that didn't work." And uh, since he saw John get bounced into the room, uh, Drolu comes out. And he's like, "Hey, what's going on?" And uh, Ronaldo's like panicking, like, "Oh man, my plan backfired." And Drolu sees the. Uh, investigator woman and he's like oh a fair maiden let me introduce myself and he like holds her hand out and like kisses her hand and she is very smitten with him obviously very flustered by this emaciated (laughs) just absolute wiener of a vampire (laughs) and she gets like very flustered and being like "Uh, well uh, Ronaldo wasted all of my time so now I don't have time to actually do the test on you I'll have to come back at a later date bye and like runs out Ah, we got our Sundere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, he says, like, oh, she seemed very nice. I was, you know, just introducing myself, being courteous. You know, maybe one day she'll come back and we can be friends and she'll let me get a nape at her na- uh, nip at her nape. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, while he's talking about that, he's, like, walking past the shelf and John falls off from the shelf, lands on top of Drolook with the garlic paste on his belly still, and then kills him. As was intended, just out of order. Mm-hmm. And that's episode two. Uh, so we pick up episode three. We see two police officers dart into a dark alley. And, oh, there's a big vampire worm. Ah, oh, big monsters. All right, time for a big anime fight scene. And then suddenly we see a woman just sprint past them and just immediately take this thing down. And, uh, uh... She's like, all right, you you two, clean this up. I'm out of here. I got bigger fish to fry and runs away. Uh, and the two cops are like, holy shit, what was that? And they're like, oh, don't you know? That's Hinachi, the vampire hunter. She's with the vamp control division. Uh, coming to a Law & Order series uh, very soon. <laughs> I uh, wouldn't be surprised. Dick Wolf needs something to do. <laughs> Uh, and they're like, oh, she's the youngest vampire hunter on the force, but she's already co-captain and so awesome. Uh, so uh, we cut to her at the headquarters and she's uh, talking with the captain and is like, all right, it's time for me to use my talents where they're needed most. I propose I go after Draluk, the famed and very deadly vampire. <gasps> uh so uh, she starts out gathering information. Uh, gonna gonna start small. Just see what he's up to. Uh, and so she stakes out. <laughs> she stakes out the vampire. <clears throat> uh, so she's uh, just sitting up in a tree, uh, watching 
uh, Drelouk and Ronaldo walking around. And she's like, all right, I'm going to learn every single thing about this. And he bumps into a locker and dusts himself. And she's like, uh, sorry, I, I missed like a frame of that. What? Did he step into like a pool of poison? What? How? He Surely he didn't just do that. Uh, so, uh, uh, so he's, we just get a montage of him doing mundane things, walking, walking down a city block and he just gets dusted like five more times. He's, mm-hmm. uh, uh, he, uh, he's scared by a dog barking, uh, some kids bully him, uh, so she's like, I, I can't believe this. Surely, surely this is a ruse for such a legendary vampire. He, he's just trying to get, uh, the townspeople to, oh, think he's not a threat. Okay, that's his plan, surely. Mm-hmm. Um, so then Ronaldo goes into a store and some kids come up and bully uh, Drew Luke <laughs> and he gets dusted and she's like no you, come on you didn't lose to kids right <laughs> this come cannot on. be uh, unless the only reasonable explanation deep down you do have a heart and you dusted yourself rather than eating those children Ah, <laughs> oh, you sweetie uh, and then uh, and then they just continue bullying him uh <laughs> Oh, so, real uh, quick, this this is the vampire investigator from the last episode, so she is already in love with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and uh, she's like, okay, oh, I see there's oh, one of those small-scale vampires, you know, a mosquito. <laughs> uh, it uh, It's going to challenge him to a fight, and surely, vamp to vamp, he's going to stand his ground. And no, he's, he gets scarce. <laughs> he... Uh, 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 yeah, he, he's uh, a coward and tries to hide behind John, uh, <gasps> and uh, and Ronaldo comes out and he's like, "You were you were gonna sacrifice this this innocent thing, you big vampire." So uh, she, of course, is like, "All right, I guess I don't really have anything here. Uh, I'll I'll go back empty-handed." Uh, so she returns to the captain. And he's like, hey, good news based on our uh, meeting the other day. Uh, I brought it to the board and they approved the proposal. Your main job is now to keep trailing this creep and put him behind bars. <laughs> uh, and then she's, of course, like, oh, no, I screwed myself. I wasted <laughs> my talents on this so-called legend. Uh, so we cut to the next segment. Next segment. Uh, so uh, Ronaldo's new book is out and uh, he's like alright this rules I gotta go to the guild and show it off for some PR and uh, Drelouk's like hey what what's the guild and he's like you know the vampire hunting guild uh, yeah let, uh, we're gonna go check it out and Drelouk's like uh, that seems like a bad place for me to go but alright okay um so they go to the HQ. It, it's a bar. Uh, it, it's a bar that uh, is lightly vampire-themed. Uh, so uh, they talk to the guild master. It's, it's the bartender. Uh, and uh, he's like, hey, here's the book. Uh, I'm a big shot. Everyone uh, love me. And, oh, hey, here's, 
here's Drac, he's harmless, don't, uh, don't worry about him. <laughs> and Andrew Luke's like, wow, you know, I was so scared to come here before, but this is a real amateur hour, huh? Just a bunch <laughs> of people in costumes, just more more ready to be on My Hero Academia than actually be effective <laughs> at hunting vampires. <laughs> <laughs> looks, looks like an Applebee's during con season. <laughs> yeah. Sephiroth yeah, truly, getting Popeyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, truly just all the posers who are like, no, I need a cool uh, get up and backstory. Uh, exercise is not my main focus. Um, so, uh, uh, Drelouk's like, yeah, I, let me just run through the roster and we get introduced to some ones like, I'm the baseball guy. That That's it. That's it. I use a bat. That's <laughs> yep. my magic item. <laughs> Very effective. It, would, it wouldn't work if anyone else wielded it. No, uh, it's... Uh, <laughs> It's a special bat. Uh, <laughs> uh, but then we're introduced to the important character. Mm, uh, a lovely gay stereotype of a man who's the vampire trainer. I... <laughs> I The way the show treats this character is bad. Homophobic, slightly transphobic. I really like Senya. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> you go. Love you. Good for you that you do this. It... Yeah. If that's what Senya's into, it's fine. But it wouldn't be a comedy anime if they didn't have sexual assault personified as just a running punchline for a character. Yeah, I like, as more a character. As a dominatrix situation. <laughs> like, as we were saying, if this was a character in My Hero Academia where we could trust the show to treat it slightly better, uh, like, sure, oh, yeah, like, big dominatrix superhero, that, that would rule. Uh, but here... Of course, it's a Japanese comedy, so the gay character has to be extremely predatory. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> looking at you, One Punch Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, he's like, "Ooh, who's this big, tall drink of water?" To Drelouk, and he's like, "Ah, I should recruit you for my team, uh, so you can wear a matching skimpy outfit." And Ronaldo's like, "Yes, please take him off my hands. That's a great idea." Uh, and Drew Luke's like, uh, no, I'm not going with this guy. What are you talking about? Uh, and the guild master is like, all right, you're fighting over him. I guess you got a duel. <laughs> There's any kind of disagreement in front of me. It's a duel. It's not. No, we got to stop doing this bartender. <laughs> uh, I, I would like a Coke. Sorry, we only have Diet Coke right now. Are you sure? Uh, that's a disagreement. That's we have to duel. duel over this. <laughs> Bring out the pistols. What? No. Uh, so, yeah, of course, we just get a, a bunch of uh, jumping to different uh, dual activities. Starting off, Ronaldo, he's like, I want to be rid of this uh, waste of time vampire. So first round, arm wrestling. He throws it. He's like, oh, oh, no, you win. You're so big and strong. Uh, but seeing this, Drelouk, uh catches on. He's like, no, I'm not going down without a fight. Uh, they're fighting over me, their prize, and I have no word in it, so I'm I'm gonna start cheating. Uh, so, the next round is poker. Uh, uh, Ronaldo is gonna just use a shitty hand and throw it, but uh, uh, Drilluk accidentally dusts himself on the table, and oops, John uh, swaps out the cards, 
and uh, he ends up winning the hand. <laughs> Good job, John. Uh, Great work. Love that little guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, suddenly, uh, between rounds, Ronaldo gets a call from the book pl- publisher. So he steps outside and takes it. He's like, hey, hey, what's up? Uh, the reviews for the book, how's it going? And the publisher's like, yeah, you're great. This is awesome. We're going to write so many more of these. You and that vampire of yours are a winning team. Uh, that's how we're going to get all the money, is having that vampire uh, insider knowledge. And Ronaldo's like, oh, fuck, I can't keep making money if I get rid of him. Shit. Damn. Uh, well, I, I guess I uh, shouldn't sell him into uh, slavery. So uh, he goes back, and he actually tries now. Um, so next up is Markmanship. Ronaldo uh, shoots, does well. Uh, next up, uh, uh, they play a game of Twister. Ooh. I thought uh, this was going to be so much worse. But luckily, uh, yeah, honestly, same. They don't show that much of it, and even what they do show, they do not um, make it terrible and nasty. I was like, "Wow, I was ready to suffer." Mm-hmm. Same. Honestly, yeah. Honestly, the worst part was kind of where they pull it out, being like, "Oh, why do you have Twister bartender or like Guildmaster?" And he's like, "Ah, I used to play it all the time with my wife." I'm getting excited just thinking about it. It's like, all right, we didn't need to know that, man. You my can- wife and I fucked on that a yeah, lot. Like, yeah. <laughs> This, one this was, was like, our sex towel. He starts like bouncing. He's like, I'm getting excited. I was like, man, you know, we don't need to know this. <laughs> Shit, dude. Uh, but yeah, the main thing is the uh, trainer is like, ah, oh, surely he's not that agile. But he is, because he really wants to win. So uh, he like crab walks over himself and goes for the win. Um, so, okay, the last game, uh, uh, they have to like pull the ashes. I this seemed like an established thing because it was not fully explained, but I didn't mm-hmm. know what this game was. Uh, but guess it uh, was it was just you don't want to be the one to knock over the pole in the middle of the sand. Yeah, yeah. It's basically playing like chicken and being like, or like don't break the ice. Like see how mm. much you can take before the pole falls over, and if it does, you lose. Like Jenga or something. Yeah. Yeah, I was just confused because we were like, okay, arm wrestling, poker, then this hyper-specific game that they gave no explanation for. I was like, (laughs) okay, I guess that's just a cultural thing. Okay, uh, so yeah, they have to like pull away. uh, There's a pile of the ash with a big cross in it, uh, and they have to pull it away without dropping the cross. Uh, So uh, they keep doing it. Uh, Ronaldo wins. Uh, It's not that exciting to narrate. Uh, and then we see uh, that uh, they cheated once again. The cross was pinned to the table. He couldn't knock it over if he tried. So uh, so uh, now the trainer is like, wow, you're such an excellent hunter. I'm in love with you now. And yeah, that, that's about it. I sort of zoomed through that because, uh, yeah, not, not the comfiest area to be in right now. So uh, that's fine. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's, that's the end of this show. It is definitely interesting in that for a gag show, there is so much like running plot between this that you typically would not see. 
of like, all right, I'm teaming up with this vampire. We're writing a book. The book then gets published. Oh, now I need to keep him around for more books because it's popular. It's like, this is extremely like background stuff, but it is just weird that it's not just unconnected sketch to unconnected sketch. Mm. There is a through line to it, which we don't typically get. Yeah. Yeah, we've seen, we've certainly had other shows before that were like one note joke shows. Um, and some of them have had connecting through lines throughout episodes, like the one with the sad cartoon, uh, ch- children's show host, where it's like, ah, oh, the running through line is, he's sad all the time. Yeah. It's like, cool. But this, yeah, it kind of does have weird, like, plot elements of the book and the publisher, the police captain investigating. Uh, turns out all the characters we saw in the intro were just, like, 80% of the guild hall. So it's like, okay, that that summarizes the cast pretty quickly. That's good. So there's not mm-hmm. more. Um, so yeah, it was fun. It certainly has the one joke of Drew dies easily. <laughs> That's it. That's a lot of it. But like, I do love how Ronaldo loves John, as everyone should and does. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there were a few other moments. Ronaldo is kind of annoying. I, I'm kind of ready for him to get to the point where he just accepts being like Drew roommate. And they come up with wacky hijinks together, as opposed to him just trying to get rid of them the whole time. And they hold hands and become boyfriends. <laughs> I mean, listen, that dancing in the beginning was very sensual. Yeah, the part in the beginning, in the opening, where they're like both holding John's hands. I was like, come on, <laughs> that's a little just family two dads, right there. Just two dads and a little armadillo son. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought this was pretty fun for the most part. Um Obviously, it has its unsavory moments. Yeah. Um, which is, like, disappointing, especially because this is in 2021, late 2021. Um, but for the most part, it's, yeah, it's just silly. Um, there were a couple things that made me, like, actually laugh, which is always nice. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is just one of those, like, turn it on and not really pay attention to it kind of things, I feel like. Show on, brain off. Yeah. Yeah, for me, like, the biggest struggle with it was uh, it is, like, a broad comedy in Japan, which mostly just means uh, angry, fast yelling for most (laughs) of the episode. Uh, So, like, that got grating to me, but, like, the concept is solid. It has more plot than I was expecting. I genuinely (laughs) like most of the characters. Uh, I was getting weird, like, Megamind vibes from Drew Luke, uh, which I mentioned (laughs) up to this point. Uh, but yeah, uh, I had fun with this. I probably wouldn't watch it because he, w- we get it. Uh, but Turns yeah, if this develops uh, more down the road, uh, I feel like this could be really interesting to revisit. Yeah. Okay, it got big devil as a part-timer vibes, but yeah. it's a vampire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, are we there yet? Uh, yeah, it's all right. Yeah. We're oh, legally yeah. obligated. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I got to get that in real quick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that uh, that's it. And I'm legally obligated to ask if you have a show you would like us to watch. You can send that to our email, which I'm legally obligated to say is are we there yet at gmail.com. <laughs> or you can reach out to us on Twitter or Instagram at are we there yet on both. You can find me on Instagram and TikTok at honey period D or on Twitter at honey D8 and honey D art and honey spelled H U N N I E. I'm legally obligated to tell you that you can find me on Twitter. Don't recommend it, though. It's a bad time. Both me and just Twitter in general. (laughs) Mm -hmm. 
Thank you to Camille Ruley for our artwork, and thank you to Louis Zong for her theme song stories. You can find all of Louis's music at louisong.bandcamp.com. Thank you, and we hope you'll join us next week as we learn to live with anime. Goodbye. I ashed myself. Ugh. Ha <laughs> ha.